I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, so I've got some massive news for you. I'm writing a book! It's called The Secret of Happy, and it's an empowering guide to help you build resilience, banish self-doubt, and live a happier life. Phew, it's got it all, hasn't it? <laughs> Look, we've all made mistakes, dated the wrong guy, made a fool of ourselves at a party, and said things we didn't mean. But that's life. The best we can do is learn, grow, and come out stronger. In the book, I talk about my darkest moments, and I share lessons that I've learned along the way to overcoming heartbreak, managing your mental health and loving the skin you're in. So a lot of the same topics we cover in the podcast to help you find your own inner strength and live the life you deserve. If you've ever felt like you're going through things on your own, you're worried you're not achieving what you should be or looking like you should do, this is the book for you. Hardback and audiobook is available to pre-order now. Link is in the episode bio and I can't wait for you guys to read it. I hope you love it as much as I do. Like I've had a behaviour syndrome, a dog psychologist, and they're like, if you get yourself between you and the thing that's causing him anxiety, I'm like, he barks at the fucking clouds. How am I supposed to get myself between him and the clouds? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by none other than author, Bake Off Babe, I'm downright sexier chef, I know. It is Candice Brown, everybody! Woo! I'm not sure how much of that is true, Miss Patterson. What the hell? I mean, I can't believe I didn't even give Albus a little shout out there. Look at him sitting good as I gold know. in your knee. He's <gasps> proper, proper showing off right now because he has not been good as gold the last week. Two years forever. <laughs> well, mate, of the choir. Like I've just had a. I'm feeling terrible today, which is why I have this really like nasal sounding annoying voice. So in advance, I'm so I'm, sorry. No, I'm the same. I'm the same. We can we can share that sort of half husky, not quite sex line voice. Uh. <laughs> oh, we'd get paid a fortune for this in a different circle. <laughs> so here he is, coming to steal the show. Okay, baby. Sure. Okay. You should have seen hello. Look at him. It's like a puppy podcast, isn't it? Literally. I know, I know. They just need... Could you imagine, like, a behaviourist on here right now and be like, right, the pair of you. Ow! You you are both going to school. Oh, my God. (laughs) Getting worse. worse. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, I had him at a behavioural therapist, you know. And honestly, you should see the videos she sent us of him being, right, quite frankly, a fucking liar. He's, yeah. he's a liar. Yeah. Like, I love yeah, my dog. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah, 
But like, I am about past his fluffy fuckery candy. So he like, yeah. whenever he's with mommy, I get this version, right? My makeup yeah. brush in his mouth, like trying to bite the headphones, barking nonstop at nothing, mm-hmm. humping. The humping yeah. has started. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, Have you had his balls off yet? No, nah, mate. Like, so you know how... It, his balls are off and he still humps. Is he? Oh, he's yeah, got he's got, got the two urge. beds. They're his lovers. They're his lovers. No balls, but he's got two lovers. I can't... I can't handle the lovers. It's rank. He licks the bed as well and makes this horrible noise. And we're all like... Ugh. Oh, nah. So Milo just humps. Yes, that's you. Yes. You've got a right to look ashamed of yourself, you little yeah. slut bucket. Um, I don't want to sex shame him. I feel really bad. Like, I don't want to give Milo an unhealthy attitude towards sex. Like, I want him to express himself. But, like, when he's going to town on me leg after a long day, I just think, no, nah, mate, fuck off, I'm your ma. No, not not right now, nah, please. Yeah. Not right now. Just allow it. So, yeah, so, all right, go at the balls question. I definitely do want to get them off because I feel like it's quite... So, with me adopting Milo from Dog's Trust, for starters, I actually can't breed him. Not that I had any intention. Yeah. But, you know, they've... There's obviously moral implications, getting a dog from a shelter and then breeding them when there's so many unwanted ones that need good homes. So, yeah, so I, can't, I couldn't if I wanted to. So if I'm not planning on, I feel really bad. So I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah. But because he's a lab, we all know that they've got a tendency to get quite chunky. Yep. And I feel like my dog is definitely going to get... What is he destroying now? My dog is definitely <laughs> going to get quite chunky because I am a feeder. I'm a greedy little piglet myself. Okay, Mammy's going to have to move that. Sorry about this, mate. No, it's honestly, it's just amazing because it is literally me. Like, uh, yeah. I'm not the only one. Literally, I spend my whole time just looking at him going, you're just, you're just a prick. <laughs> like, I walk him down the road and he's screaming at everything. He runs at stuff. Like, I've had a behaviour sim for him, a, ther- a, a dog psychologist. And they're like, if you get yourself between you and the um, the thing that's causing him anxiety. I'm like, he barks at the fucking clouds. How am I supposed to get myself between him and the clouds? Just catch a, catch a little jet two number. Literally, like... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, babe, I, it's nice to speak to another dog, ma'am, who's not just like... I've had a couple, like, disapproving glances and stuff like that when I'm walking him and when we're in pets at home, and I think, oh, you, you can fuck off. Do you know what I mean? I literally, yeah, no, I literally just spend my time going, sorry, you're a prick, mate. Yeah. Everyone's laughing at you. And just walk along, I'm like, sorry, sorry. But... It's, but then you look at him now. I know, just... I know. So this is what I mean about the lying. So yeah, so yeah, so he's going to get his balls off eventually, Candies. But I want to let him fully grow. Um, and yeah. believe it or not, this giant like ball of fluff is not actually fully grown. He's got like about five more months of grown left in him. So I'll lob them off after that. Although I'm going to make <laughs> I'm going to make Erkan take him because I don't want to be associated no. with him in pain in any way. I don't I, like, and I don't think it's too bad. Like Albus had to have his off for the same reason he was rescued. Um, I don't think he really noticed. And they give him a really nice little baby grow, so... Oi, so get on this. My sister's Chihuahua, who, like, she listens to these podcasts, so I won't say too much, but he has been <laughs> he has been called an arsehole before. He's a bit of, like, little man syndrome. I adore him. He's, like, our first this is one. This he's got. Yeah. So, anyway, so, yeah, um, he got his off. And they put little fake ones in for him. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, so he's just, like... Clanging around, he still feels like the duck's nuts with these little pair yeah. of bollocks. But yeah, has yeah. It, they're just they're synthetic. 
You got no synthetic. You just got skin, and yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Is, is it like a? Is it like a hot, empty condom just hanging by? His well, bubble? it's just yeah, but I think a very, very small, tiny one, like <laughs> one of those joke ones. It's only teeny tiny, isn't yeah. You still oh. walk around like you've got the biggest wang in the town. Yeah. But... Oh, but that's all. That's all the like all the joy of little dogs, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> little dog syndrome. Little bastard. <laughs> Oh, bless you. It's so nice to speak to someone who oh, feels my pain on the rescue so good. front. I know, I know. Oh, it's so wonderful. No, it's not, mate. <laughs> but we have done a nice thing. Absolutely. And I wouldn't be without them at four o'clock this morning when he's barking at me because he needed yet another shit. I still love you, don't I? Milo's just found his voice, Candice. So um, for ages, everyone's like, he's so good, he doesn't bark. And I was like... Nah, this is this just is wait. Yeah, just you just wait. wait. And so yeah, four o'clock this morning. Similar time actually. They must mm. be synced. Um yeah. when I just about managed to go to sleep because of this lovely tickly cough I've developed. Yeah. Um Milo Milo decided to protect Mummy and Daddy from foxes outside. Oh. Wow, what a boy. I know. What a boy. Top fella. Such a gent. I know. Such a gent. I mean, <laughs> those bastards foxes that are several miles away. <laughs> hey. Yeah, but he's he's not gonna be made a mug of Candice. Not no, in his street. Not. Not, no. not in his manner. It's like Albus in the clouds. And those leaves, those leaves that flow past the window, they can fuck her right <laughs> off. Yeah, fuck them leaves, bro. Yeah, you tell him. Oh, he's, do you know what, Candice? He's bigger than I expected, though. Oh, really? He's quite Aye. a small one. I think he was the runt. Ooh, have you tripled on me? There's absolutely no way we can describe Milo as a runt. He has been described. <laughs> As a Shetland pony. Shetland pony. Yeah, do you want to say I'm just swanning round me dinner, t- dinner table now? Sure. Oh, Albus does that, but I mean, he's slightly smaller to stand on a table. But yeah, they must be like, yeah, I just, if, if I can you fit on there, I'm going to sit on it. Yeah. What's it? If I fit, I sit. Yeah. That seems to be my yeah. Lord's metaphor. Like, yeah. um, and even, if I, even if I don't fit, I'm going to fucking sit anyway. <laughs> I'm going to fucking... Honestly, like... But then, you know, we're whinging, right? And I'm so sorry. I will stop the podcast in a second. But we're whinging, but like... And then every so often yesterday, I had a shoot and I sat down and he just come over and sat yeah. on me knee yeah. and put his head on me hand. And I was like, yeah. I will die for you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> And yeah. I just, I meant it as well. I yeah. was like, you're the best boy. And, yeah. no, and like, mummy loves you. And yeah. like, honestly, I'm, I'm the master of my own, like, my own design. Like, I make a rod for my own back with him. Yeah, 100%. And then I've got Sybil, who's just, she walks about 100 yards and she's like, pick me up. I'm like, so I'm like the crazy dog lady. So I've got Sybil in a sling on my front, him screaming at everything that moves. And then, like, someone else will take her for a walk. And they're like, she walked quite well today. I'm like, it's just me. And then he'll sit no. somewhere next to her. So she's barking and he's and she's giving it some. And he's like, look, it's not me, Mum. It's not me. <laughs> I love that they are they are only the only act up for you as well, yeah, though. Yeah, massively. Because he does that. Milo does that. Like, when Daddy comes home from work, like, he wags his tail. Mm. He's, like, very well behaved. He sits, he gets his treat, he shows him a paw and all that. And I'm like... Oh no, couldn't you want this dog yeah. all day? No. You, you, the, the, who have I dealt with all day? Is this my law? Is that my yeah. law? Like this is bullshit. Yeah. And he walks around. And I was like, walks around the pub, and he's like, got all the girls that work there, like wrapped round his little paw. And he goes and sits next to them. I can hear him going, "Come on, then we're going get a pinky." Can't say that. He's like, "What?" Um, and he's just like this, looking at them with his little, his little short leg, like. Oh. 
Mummy doesn't give me anything. <laughs> like a second. Are you insinuating Albus plays on his disability to get yeah, treats? 100%. Like, everybody knows it, apart from the girls in the pub. They just give him more and more treats. I'm so, do you know, then that doesn't make me mad at Albus. That makes me incredibly proud He's of so him. He's so clever. He's so yeah. clever. It's ridiculous. Sometimes they are a bit clever for their own yeah. good, I think. Yeah. And I'm, I am wrapped around my lost little paw as well. I know I hey. am. And then you've got Sybil, who's blinding, well, completely blind in one eye, walks on three legs. Like, I was walking her the other day, and she just trotted off. And um, she's walking along, and I was like, Sibs, Sybil. I could see her sort of looking around. I was like, that's not me, mate. She turns around, she's like, oh, runs back to me, like, because she's just so like, la, 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 la. <laughs> in her own little world. Literally. I had no idea Sybil was blind. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bless. So, right, mate, I'm sorry. Here's me sitting whinging because I've got, like, a fit and healthy and well and, and quite rambunctious, like, Labrador puppy, that's it. But you've actually taken on quite a big responsibility with your two, then. I mean, they're, they're, they're interesting, the pair of them. They're, they are <laughs> They've incredible. They've got character. I mean, character. <laughs> Jeez. But that's one of the reasons, like, why I quite like the name Sybil, because obviously Sybil Trelawney and Harry Potter, yeah. she wears those big goggly glasses. Yes. And obviously Sybil's quite <laughs> Perfect sense. Yeah, and that's such a good reference. And the hair as well. The hair's quite a lot for Sybil. Um, but we were laughing because when I went on this, um, uh, when I, did, I did the trekking for Copsall because obviously she's a pom. And I do laugh when I see other poms like trotting along the road and they're all like fluffy and stuff. I look down at Sybil, I'm like, oh, mate. And she's like, listen <laughs> to me. And um, literally looks like a toilet brush. And um, <laughs> mum, got her, mum got her groomed while I was on this trek. Yeah. And it was the day of hell, as we call it. Yeah. And um, I got back on the bus and got a little bit of service. And mum sent me through a picture. You know, that thing was, Mummy, do you like my new haircut? She yeah. was nearly bald, Vic. She'd literally been scalped down to the skin. Well, I, I'm not going to lie. So it was already a, quite a long day. We'd laughed quite a lot on this trip, me and the girls. I'd already wet my knickers once because I'd laughed so much. I then proceeded to laugh so much again. I wet my knickers again. Showed everyone on the coach who then also, I think there was a few more nick away. And you know, and you're just like, and then the next, because I didn't respond because everyone was going, Are you angry? I was like, I can't even be angry. Look at her. She's bald. Nah. She's actually bald. <laughs> it's like that meme. Have you seen it where the fella's like, he's complaining on, on, on Twitter and he's like, I sent you in like a, a, an award winning Pekingese and you've sent me back a crackhead. Like when they... they were calling her crackhead Karen at the pub. I'll send you when we get off. I'll send you the picture of her. She literally, you know that, you know that picture of that. Um, I think it's a stuffed fox, and it's sat, and it's yes. like me on a hangover. That's Basil. a bit what she looked like. Was it Basil? <laughs> yes. Oh, babe, honestly, bless her. We've got my. I mean, my logo is to the groomer, and I must. I'm sorry to do this. I'm sorry to be this man, but he's a fucking prince, mate. Like he comes back with his little bow tie on, just looking like a total I king. Know. Like, it's my favourite time, because he loves the groomer and he comes back all happy and proud and he's clean for about five minutes. Yeah. Not another brush, son, you've had two. He's decided he likes makeup brushes. Yeah. And he's just... I mean, don't we all? Don't we all? Listen, I could talk to you all day about your dog, but the fact remains, we've got far more interesting things to be talking about. Well, debatably interesting, but... Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The new series of The Bake Off started... Are you watching it? Do you watch it every year? I do, I do. I've um, I've had to sort of watch on catch up. I haven't seen last night, so I've seen what's happened because I have to dip in and out. I can't like wait and see what like I I need to know what's happened. I need to know like what the challenges were and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I have been I have been keeping a very close eye on what's going on. The challenges are mental. What, do you think, like, every year they feel the need to, like, up their game and stuff? Like, I'd say, like, I'd get my arse handed to me if I went on Bake Off now. Really? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't do the decorating shit that they do. Like, that's in, like, it's insane. It's mental. Flavour-wise, I think I'd be all right, but decoration, I couldn't make a bloody milk bread koala. It'd look like somebody, <laughs> it'd look like the koala had shat it out. <laughs> Yeah, but then do you think that's because... So there's that meme that flies around, isn't there, every year? And it's like, God, when Bake Off first came on, like I was like, who the fuck's going to watch 12 people talking about Victoria sponges in a tent? And then, like, here I sit, however many series later, going like, ah, God, if she tries to ice that genie yeah. sponge now, she's fucked it. Yeah. Like, we're all addicted. And with that addiction has become, like, the growth, the complete, like... The, the birth of all these like amateur bakers but it, it has it's created this phenomenon and people are more obsessed at home so i think the level of people going in based on from when you went in i think it's higher mate because we're all so obsessed now absolutely and just the what people are able to kind of do at home and practice at home and and play around with and people look at things now and i think with access to obviously the the internet and all that sort of stuff (laughs) people are able to look stuff up and follow videos so whereas maybe before it was more sort of you go through books and things which is still my favorite thing to do I'm proper old-fashioned baker but But people are able to you're able to now literally put your laptop there or your phone or your ipad or whatever it is and watch and follow along like you were being taught so Yeah. yeah and it's that it's that next level isn't it and yeah. and also like things from around the world like learning how to make like stuff that you would never even heard of you can now watch a video of how to make something from japan or that's or it yeah wherever. all of those like fluffy pancakes and that i know they look class don't they yeah the one i've had one filled with cheese and ham and then i went back and got two more it was like probably the best thing i've ever put in my mouth oh, that sounds unbelievable yeah yeah i just came a little bit yeah yeah, it made me classic. made me slidey. <laughs> <laughs> but right, so it's like the same with everything, though, isn't it? If you're looking at that sort of train of thought, like I remember being like 15 and just 
having no clue how to do my makeup and just whacking on a bit of like collection 2000 concealer and like a bit of that tea tree stick with the from um, the body shop and a bit of like grey eyeshadow yeah and like maybe as I got older drew Mark Moose Maybelline like definitely face was a different colour to me neck 100%, 100%. Yeah. Got to be, um, and like a pink lipstick, and thinking I was the dogs, like the dogs bollocks. Yeah. But now they're walking around looking like fucking Kendall Jenner, and that's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, like everyone the, can just yeah. do it all. I was literally, I think, probably a slick of blue, a blue mascara, and a bit of like this. I remember it, cherry, like. Oh, was it flavored? Yeah, and you could pop the ball out and just used to like literally, like hundred percent. In my, I asked this the other day. I was like, I wonder how much lipstick or lip gloss I've actually ingested in my lifetime. I reckon it's a lot. Um, but literally, that was what I wore. Yeah, red lip is your trademark now, though, isn't it? Oh, I just love it. It's just yeah. like my favourite, like any sort of lipstick. And it's like if I haven't got it on, it's then like I need to put lipstick on. I need to put lipstick on. It's just weird. Yeah, but then I remember. So I remember. I'm a big goth fan. And uh, I'm a fan of you as well in general, but like, that's another story. And I remember watching you on Bake Off and being fucking blown away, not only by how glam you were. Like, I did MasterChef, mate, years later, obviously, but the entire time just looked like a tiny, sweaty little homeless man was so no, stressed out in that kitchen. No, you did not. That's yes, a I did. Fib. And I remember thinking the top knot was my friend and it was really trendy and actually I just, again, looked like a sumo wrestler when I watched it back. Like, none of it was glam. But the fact that you managed to wear that red lip and keep it so perfect and look so glam in the kitchen that in itself I feel like deserved to me you deserve to be the winner just for that <laughs> well for me like lipstick and everything because I knew I wasn't I knew I wasn't like the best and I was shitting myself like absolutely shitting myself and for me like the makeup and the lipstick was a massive suit of armor the lipstick especially like yeah. whack a bit of lipstick on and literally just go right okay um if I can't if I can't if I'm shitting myself literally like all of this is going on down here. Here is going to have serious pout face, duck face, or whatever else wanted to call it. But that's that's literally what I've done my whole life. You you put a bit. It was my little bit of suit of armor, and it, it still is. I, I just bloody love it. I love lipstick. But I think all women have that, and like even probably men to a certain extent. You know, I just I don't know what theirs is. But for for women, like I know, I always say if like you're having a bad day, if like you feel like you're not yourself, or we all have that thing. Like for me, it's it's fake tan, and it yes. sounds so mental. No, I get like it. I'm paler than pale today, and really embracing that whole like English rose vibe. But it's mostly just because I've been busy and I haven't had a chance to get a spray tan. But you know, when you whack on a bit of fake tan, like you just feel better. You so feel like better. that bitch. Yeah. And for you, mate, I could tell as a woman that is what your lipstick yeah. was. Yeah. And like, I defy anyone to walk into that tent and not be shitting themselves. Yeah. Like it's yeah. fucking, it, it's such a huge, scary thing. And yeah. I think like as a woman, like it made me love you even more. Oh, just, just to know that you are human, Candice. Yeah. Like to know that you are in this high pressure situation and you knew loads of people were watching and like you are going to bring it. You are going to fucking be a badass baker. But at the same time, like you are nervous as hell. And I yeah. just think that's so human and so yeah. lovely and so endearing. Oh, it's just, I just loved it so much. And like people say about it still, and I'm just like, there was no, even when I was crying and stressed and yeah. panicked and apologizing for my mistakes and stuff like that and, and everything, it was still, I loved every single second of it. Like we laughed the moment we got there, we're still laughing about it now. Um, 
we are the best of pals. Like the other day, so last week was mum and dad's Ruby wedding anniversary and we had a little party at the pub and Val was working, I think, 30, 40 miles down the road. So she was like, I'm just down the road, I'll pop in. So just popped in to see me. Love that. Like, you know, and you're like, I can't deal with how much I love you. Like, (laughs) she's just... Yeah, it's just incredible. It really, it really, really is amazing. And obviously, like, I owe it everything. And I had to... I mean, we all kind of worked hard and we all bust our ass on it, but... For me, like I knew I wasn't the best, so I had to I had to do those other kind of bits and pieces. I had to make sure I was the the decoration was either there or I I went that extra thing when they said to me, "Oh, are you going to get this finished?" And I was like, "Well, I've got no fucking choice, have I? I've got to." You know, <laughs> of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna order a child's French hundred year old piano from an antique shop in the in the south of France to decorate, well, to put my fondant fancies on because what else am I going to do? Like. But no, I loved you're it. You're so I modest. Loved it. So modest. Like, come on, mate. Own it, right? You smashed it. You absolutely smashed it. You won it. Like, I loved the lipstick, but without that lipstick, you still would have smashed it, mate. <laughs> I remember that peacock. No one can take that peacock away oh, from you, Candice. Bloody pe- I loved making that peacock. That was funny because I practiced that at home, like, a couple of times. When you do, like, one and you're like, okay. But when you're sort of making two or three, you're like, how the fuck do I get away with like describing why I'm making a peacock like three times over in the space of how many days I say the one the one the one I did do like people talk about the gingerbread pub which was amazing obviously when uh, I'll bezer at a bit of carpet which is still one of my favorite things in the world um <laughs> we had to make phyllo pastry from scratch I mean that's fucking mental phyllo pastry from is scratch is that the no- one that's like <laughs> yeah so feet no well phyllo pastry is the one that's really thin <laughs> So when you hold it up, what am I right. talking about? The one that's like loads of loads of bits puff on pastry. Top of it? Ah, puff, puff pastry. pastry. So we did okay. have to. We had to do that in the final. But phyllo pastry, you have to roll it out until it is so thin you can basically read a newspaper from it, and then you layer that up. So like um, baklava or things like that. Yeah, that's, that's what, what phyllo I mean. is. So the yeah. bits over. Yeah, it's like paper basically. So we had to make that from scratch in three, three and a half hours or whatever it was. The times. And like I don't know. I think repetitive movements and doing stuff. Like I had a really sore neck and like things like that. Just you might you get weird little injuries so um, I had this sore neck and this sore back so I thought I'm not going to be able to roll out this phyllo by hand Beak has back something like that yeah (laughs) and um, (laughs) sifter's shoulder or whatever it is (laughs) and um, so I was like right what can I do so I thought right surely a pasta machine will work in the same way yeah so I I can see your train of thought yeah, so I was like, so if I can put the dough through the pasta machine rather than having to roll out, will that work? So on the day, I'm like, right, okay, so I take my pasta machine in and I'm there and I can see the other bakers going, no one's got a pasta machine. And I'm thinking, fuck, like, I've either had a brainwave or yeah. I am fucked, I'm going home, like, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> this and is I, either a stroke of genius or the biggest mistake of my life. Literally, <laughs> and they're kind of going, hey, have you checked you're allowed that? And I'm like... Oh no! So I'm doing it, and I can see everyone kind of struggling, roll it out, and I'm like, "This isn't too bad." Like we, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. And then they come round, and they're like, "Stroke a genius." I was like, "Oh my god, thank fuck!" And I got a star <laughs> baker, and you can see all the other bakers like, "Phew!" <laughs> yeah, literally, like, "Fuck!" 
it doesn't happen very often it doesn't happen very often but that was a stroke of genius you've got to work smarter not harder and that is the prime example of that literally literally okay we have managed to waste an entire first part of this podcast pretty much just rabbiting on <laughs> it about It was always puppies. going to happen, though, Vic. It was always going to happen. I'm so sorry. He's normally so well behaved. Don't say like, sorry. Oh, between no, the pair but- of us. <laughs> Little, so they've taken over, but I'm sure no one minds. Um, I swear we've got so much to get through in part two. Will you come back? I promise I'll be more efficient and less fur-faced. <laughs> Albus, will you come back in part two as well? Are you going to go and stand at the door and bark at it like a dickhead? I think we all know the answer to that. Yeah. See you in part two. <laughs> the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.